0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: If not the right team, I'm, I'm gonna retire. Hopefully, I get a gold jacket. I got the numbers. You know, not the championship, mm. so hopefully, I get in
2: there. How many more years you think Tom Brady will play? Four. You say hey, four? Four. Ooh. I didn't. I was surprised
1: when we came. When we came from halftime, it was like he what? He retired at halftime. Just yeah, look. Like, he, <laughs> listen, he's so crazy. He like he think that like yeah, shady. Hey man, I, look, I did history. I did it my way. Like <laughs> you know, I talk. I'm like you did it your way. Like what?
2: Yo, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. The name says it all. If you like what you hear, make sure you leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can also watch us on YouTube. Just visit youtube.com slash All Things Covered. Pat P, what are we going to cover on this episode?
3: Oh, Mac, man. We're going to start off with some sad news in the golf world. I'm um, hearing about the Tiger Woods scary, scary uh, accident in mm-hmm. California. We're gonna talk about our normal segments that we always talk about, like has Pat Heard, 21, 21 questions. And then we're gonna catch up with our with one of my favorite running backs to ever play the game, two-time champ Shady McCoy. Stay with us. Stay tuned.
2: You guys know what time it is. First quarter of our show. And here's where we chop it up. In this Chopping It Up segment, we're going to take a a trip down the NFL Combine memory lane. A lot of prospects won't get a chance to experience the NFL tradition this year because of the pandemic. But we wanted to revisit ours, right? So later in the show, we'll visit Has Pat Heard? You know what I mean? Where we throw out some information to Pat to see if he actually heard the information. But in this segment, I'm going to hit Pat with his own combine trivia to say the least and for oh. you guys that really rock with pat p y'all know exactly his numbers that he put up in indy that led to him potentially being drafted in the top five historical big time numbers so i'm going to test pat p right hey, now and, see. and also hey.
3: also those numbers too was uh the performance of the day too by the way just throw that out there you said at the
2: point what was the numbers the the
3: numbers that I I I had at the combine I received you know they gave out the player of the day at each day uh-huh. I, I received the player of the of the day during my combine. Okay, workout. so that means you. So were I might remember you. these numbers. I we might remember see. these numbers. Hey hey,
2: and <laughs> them, them numbers brought you a whole lot of money. A whole lot no of money. Shout out to AB. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey
3: man, when I ran that forty man, when I ran when I ran that 40, I had some three cats when I, I thought I was doing something. Had them three carat diamonds in my ear from my boy Jack Sutton in uh, out of New Orleans. Yeah. And the thing was bouncing back running that 434. Four. That's probably one of the first questions you're going to ask me. What was your 40 time? 434. Four. Yeah, here we go. So 431 is unofficial. 434 four is my official time because I have it. I have the cleats and my what's the name sign. I actually had a couple of uh, scouts that told me that they had me clocked on their hand at 429. Mm. So 431 is unofficial. 434 four is
2: official. Is official. Okay. Okay. All right. How many reps you did on the bench?
3: Oh. Oh, we got them. We got 16,
2: them. I think? Nope. No, 15, 15,
3: 15, 15. 15, 15, 15. 15, What was,
2: 15. Your, what, yeah, 15. What was your vertical? 37. Nope. 38? 38. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm one off of all, of all these, right. man. Yep. Do you remember your broad jump? Now, see, this is the issue that I have with broad yeah. jumps. It's either either yeah, you know you can do it with the inches or the the, the feet. Do you remember so what I you jumped? I jumped about the feet. Ten six. Ten six. So one hundred and twenty six inches. I don't know what's the equivalent of that that's, when it comes. Yeah, that's right. E. Yeah, that's right. I'll right. e. Ten
3: yeah. six. All right. Yeah. All right. Your three cones. Talk to me, Matt. Three cones. Ooh, that's a good one. I, but I think I was a six three one.
2: Nope. You were in the sixes. I don't.
3: Yeah, I know I was in the six. Oh, it might have been six. It might have been six oh one.
2: Six five eight.
3: I know it's a one. Six five eight. Okay, I thought six, it was five, a one eight. in there somewhere. You got me on that. One. I I definitely did okay. not
2: remember that one. You're above five hundred. You you got you got two wrong. You're above <laughs> five hundred.
3: That's good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what you remember from your combine, Matt? Well, my combine was a little different than than yours. I was two thousand five, so I didn't do everything at the combine. I ran my what, forty. What, 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 at, what, what, I ran my forty at pro day. I did. My vertical hey, at the D's combine, the huh? I said you was caught
3: these on the on the on, on with the Mars man. You was a curl king man. How many times you hit the bench press? You remember your reps? Uh,
2: bench press twenty
3: three. What was your broad jump? Hey man, you broad, out the building, Jack. Broad <laughs> jump was about a nine If you go see out, yours came in inches too, though.
2: What what inches? Because if yours was a uh,
3: hundred, what was your what was mine in inches?
2: Uh one twenty six.
3: Oh we got the same one then. We ten six both ten, 10 six. six. But I and jumped a jumped higher five, I jumped
2: a higher broad I jumped a longer yeah. broad jump at pro day.
3: Oh okay.
2: And you oh, had yeah, thirty eight
3: point five on your vert.
2: On the vert, 38 and a half. Yeah, thirty eight and a half. I don't even remember I was, uh, three cone. What what was my three cone?
3: Yeah. Uh it don't it don't have I just have those three stats. Okay. What you run in the forty? I know you uh, was at least a four four, huh?
2: Yeah. Pro day was like anybody. They had me in between anywhere between four four, what four four two to four four eight. Okay,
3: and you worked out with Tom, right down in New Orleans. Tom Shaw, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. I had a short stint in
2: New Orleans. I did Kenner, (laughs) Kenner, Kenner, Louisiana.
3: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. my my, my neck of the woods.
2: Yeah. How how was it for you going to a combine? You know, being able to balance the workouts and then get it prepared for the interviews because a lot of people don't realize. That when we're preparing for the combine, the actual drills, we're not just preparing for the physical part. You also got to prepare for the mental part, you know, being able to uh, dissect and understand and 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 uh, answer the questions properly. Football related questions are just, you know, normal day to uh, day uh, life type questions. So how was that process for you being able to balance both the physical uh, requirements of the combine and the mental requirements?
3: You know, Mac. I always uh, allude to you know having the ability to have family members to go through that process and being able to talk with them throughout you know throughout my process as I was getting you know going through the combine and you know going through the pro- uh the drafting process. So mm-hmm. you know, hearing stories from you and you know you know getting kind of the one leg up on other guys that's there because you got to think about it. Most guys that are getting drafted, it's not many. Other people that been in this, in a situation or a scenario that they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, listening to the stories, how, you know, you tell me like it's going to be all drawn out with the medical staff doing all these meetings. So my mind was already prepared for all of that. Most guys going there, they hear about it, but don't really have no real insight about it. So honestly, I was just ready to go. I was prepared to kill, like go out there. I know I was, I know I was going to test well. That was a given because that's all that's all I did leading up to that point. And talking to people, that was easy. You know what I mean? I know football, you mm-hmm. know, I, and I love I love talking football, so that was easy. Me talking in front of people, that that I, you know, I never had a problem with that. So for me, I thought the comeback was a breeze. To be honest with you, know people always talk about these horse stories. Yeah, it was long and drawn out, but my reasoning behind it, why they do that, just trying to see how you handle pressure. How can your body react when it's under stress? And that's my whole thought process. I believe what the combine is for is, you know, how how deep are you willing to dig to perform at your best? You know what I mean? And and, and I think that's what they do for those four days, because, you know, we don't have to be there for them four days or yep. them three days. However, however long that we're there for, they're just trying to see how mentally tough you are. No doubt.
2: All things covered. Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned. We got a special guest join us later in the show after halftime. LaShawn Shady McCoy will be joining us. He has a lot to say about Tom Brady retiring Hall of Fame, but you got to stay tuned to hear exactly what he will be saying right after halftime. But now we got to transition to a different part of the show. You know what I mean? Not, uh, the exciting, enthusiastic news that we usually provide for you guys somber news to say the least tiger Woods injured in a car crash pat p loves tiger woods i call him baby tiger all the time because he's (laughs) on the golf course just as much as tiger woods but you know what were your thoughts when you heard the news about the car crash and then not knowing exactly the situation for tiger being involved in that car crash
3: Man, it was crazy because I was on the golf course when it happened. It, it kind of put me in the first thing that happened. The first thing that came to my mind is I was on the golf course when Kobe passed.
2: Kobe. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I was like, damn, like, no, this can't be happening. Cause I had got the alert on my phone said Tiger just got into a single car accident. Mm-hmm. So I literally stopped my round. I'm like, hell no, man. You know, I literally stopped. I let groups go, <laughs> go, go up through and everything. So checking my phone, trying to get information and it wasn't really any. There's very, you know, very minimum information out there. You know, you heard all these reports that his leg may get cut off and, you know, yeah, yeah. Bro- broke, broke, Sim- legs. Similar to Kobe,
2: you know, you didn't hear, you know, exactly yeah. what was legit. So like, you heard everything.
3: Ah, damn, man. Like I just hope everything's okay. So that, that literally messed up my whole day. So then when, you know, more, more information started to come out about you know, that he was very responsive. Um, obviously the news about, you know his leg, you know being amputated, you know that was false, you know. But he is going to have a long road of recovery. The biggest thing right now is just he's alive and being able to spend time with his family, spend time with his kids, his loved ones. Because you know Justin Thomas hit it right on the on the head. You you, you don't say you know how much you appreciate people mm-hmm. you know enough while they're here. You know, so it just makes you think about. You know, we always think as athletes, you know, we're untouchable, untouchable, especially like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, those names, they're like gods, you know, nothing can happen to them. And, yeah. you know, for it to, you know, happen to, to Tiger just a week ago, you know, it's definitely, uh, tragic news to the golf, to the golf community, to the fans, to the, to the sports of the, uh, yes. the fans of the, of the, uh, fans of the sport, you know, so, but, Hopefully they saying everything is looking pretty good right now. I think they, you know, are going to have to have multiple surgeries to, to make sure I hear, I that may have to have some skin graft mm-hmm. uh, procedures. So like I said, it looked like it's going to be a lengthy road to uh, recovery, but the main thing is that he, he is still here with.
2: Them. Yeah. No, no doubt. And just the respect that Tiger has, you know, from the sport, sporting world, uh, people were definitely concerned, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and devastated not knowing exactly The in-depth information regarding the crash. But like you said, it seems like he will make a recovery to say the least. Several golfers, they honored Tiger by wearing red on Sunday. So that's the respect. Yeah, that That was dope. dope. So, you know, Pat, the next time you're on the golf course, probably, which would be tomorrow, I think you should rock your your red polo.
3: No, you only can wear it on Sundays, Mac. Only on Sundays. I'm sorry. Only on Sundays. And you know, the thing is though, Mac, I'm such a huge, huge Tiger fan. You know, I never wore a red shirt, a red golf shirt with black pants. I never wow. wore it because I don't know. Just out of, I said, man, that's Tiger look, man. I can't be sitting back. Oh, okay. Coat look. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. That's, and that's why most golfers don't do it either though. If uh-huh. you ever notice out of respect most, of Tiger. Yeah. They do not wear red and black shirt and black pants. Yeah. Well, that's Tiger look.
2: Yeah. It, it was devastating news, but like you said, I received the uh, alert, uh, on my phone as well. Shout out to CBS sports app to keep me updated with all the alerts and, uh, hearing that and seeing that, I was like, man, not again. You know, yeah. we've seen so much happen to. And at, at know, the
3: beginning of the year too. The, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like, no, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But hopefully Tiger will make a full recovery and eventually be able to have the normalcy that he had before the car crash. And we continue to, you know, send our prayers to him and his family. In other news in sports here in the country, LeBron James won't just stick to sports. Uh, that message came from soccer star Zlatan Ibrahimovic came out and said, LeBron just needs to stick to sports. Uh, was big time news. You know, his, his, uh, statement basically went viral. LeBron's response went viral this past Friday. Uh, and Zlatan came out and said, this is his statement. Uh, Pat P, listeners and viewers, uh, LeBron is phenomenal at what he's doing, but I don't like when people have some kind of status. They go and do politics at the same time. Do what you're good at. Do the category you do. I play football, soccer, because I'm the best in playing football, soccer. I don't do politics. Of course, LeBron came out with a professional response. And at the end of the day, I would never shut up about things that I that are wrong. I preach about my people. I preach about equality, social injustice. His final thing that he said is, there's no way I would ever just stick to sports because I understand this platform and how powerful my voice is. So, Pat P., of course, you know, LeBron has been extremely vocal and racially, you know, injustice to uh, people of color, uh, politics. The list can go on and on. You know, just being an activist, to say the least, you know, uh, working in the community, doing a lot outside of putting the ball in the rim. You know, and and, and why is LeBron's message so important? And do you agree with Zlatan or do you disagree with him?
3: Uh, No, I don't agree with Zlatan. Um, I believe um, LeBron has, you know, has always been consistent, you know, from day one about how he feel about the justice system, the inequality that, you know, like he alluded to, his people don't receive. So, you know, he, he's always been the same way, you know, every time these these situations come up. And he's right. You know, his voice is very powerful. Why would he just like, you know, the one lady told him to shut up and dribble? You know, yeah. LeBron is a, is a, is a world icon, you know. No
2: question. No he is, question. he
3: is damn near bigger than the president. You know yeah, what I mean? What he's was very, very
2: influential.
3: And, and when he says something, you know, people get behind him and, and listen and follow suit. You know, so, you know, LeBron is definitely a people's champ and I don't think he, I, he's definitely never going to shut up, shut up about, you know, whatever he feels that is right. But, um no, man, LeBron, LeBron man. I mean, he's a people's champion. Like, he always just does it the right way. And like I say, he's always been consistent, you know, throughout the years.
2: And one thing about this particular player in Zlatan, he played in L.A. He played with the Galaxy over a year or so ago. Now he's with Mm -hmm. AC Milan. And, you know, he's he basically released this statement not even in the country. You know what I mean? So he he felt some type of way about some of the things that LeBron has been doing. But my thing is this, if you feel some type of way about LeBron and his opinion about politics, number one, I like LeBron being able to show how adverse he is because he does his homework before jumping in, jumping right. into something. You know what I mean? So he understands what he's talking about. He does his right. homework to, uh, to some degree. And then if you look at LeBron, he has the I promise school with more than 450 students.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's huge. When you look at Zlatan talking about politics, why you didn't say anything about that? Right. Right? Why you didn't say, hey, just stick to sports. You shouldn't, you know, endorse or create schools, create opportunities for kids to be able to learn the, the appropriate way to be able to earn a college opportunity. Why you didn't say anything about that? Why you didn't say anything yeah. about the investments that LeBron has been involved in? You know what I mean? Blaze pizza and things like that. I think LeBron has even invested in a soccer team.
3: Yeah. Right? yeah he's part right? owner.
2: Part I, of the I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the
3: team name, but yeah, he is.
2: yeah. So, why are you, you know, criticizing LeBron takes on politics when he is a guy that votes? He has the right to vote. So, if he has the right to vote, he shouldn't have an opinion about anything political right.
3: related. Liverpool,
2: you know what I mean? So, yeah. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool. That's the team that he he's invested in. So, for Zlatan, come on, I I, I definitely don't agree with him. I agree with you right there, Pat. P. I don't agree with him because you're not. Being critical about I Promise School, you're not being critical Mm. about the investments, Liverpool, you're not being critical about other things that he's doing in the community, but you're being critical about LeBron's take or opinion on politics. It seems like this is a personal, uh, issue with Zlatan, and it's not just about what LeBron is saying, it's because LeBron is saying it. That's the thing. It's because who the person is in delivering the message, and because of that, he does not like the message. Now, time for my favorite part of the show. You guys know it up. You know what time <laughs> it is. You know what it is. Has Pat heard? Has Pat heard? Real quick for the listeners, first-time listeners, or first-time viewers, this is a part of the show we decided to implement because Pat P is in vacation mode. He's golfing, he's working out, or he's in the air traveling somewhere. And because of that, he's not really in tune to, uh, to, to what is going on around him in the sports world. So we decided to implement this segment. So far, his overall record, Seven of 12. He's above 500, so he's doing a pretty good job. Number one thing for Pat P and has Pat heard, J.J. Watt signed with the Cardinals. I know this is... You know. <laughs> I know this. Of course I heard that. We man. just wanted to throw that one out there just to make sure. All right. What do you take on the fit? You know what I mean? J.J. Watt coming to the Cardinals. Uh, you know, you're know, you a free agent. Hassan Reddit is a free agent. You know what I mean? What do you think about the fit with J.J.? And how will this affect your career with the Cardinals? You know, either staying or going elsewhere. Does it, will it have any means to what they will do with you? Do you think? Um, I
3: think it's a great pickup for Chandler, for him to have, you know, uh, somebody on the other side of him that can attract the same attention that he can uh, free him up a little bit more. Um, obviously it makes it easier for the guys on the back end when you can have, you know, two, two dogs that can get after the quarterback. That's their specialty, I believe. Mm-hmm. I played since 2012. They're one and two in, in sacks and like 96 point, you know, five. And I think Chandler may have 90. I, I can't remember which one is first, but they both got 90 plus sacks mm-hmm. <laughs> since 2012.
2: Yeah. I think Chandler. Is, I think Chandler is first.
3: Okay, which yeah. is unbelievable. So, um, I think it's a great match. You know, um, I can't wait to see, you know, how those guys end up, you know, playing with each other. Um, and to answer your second question, you know, um. You know, you, you never know what's going to happen. You know, I think, you know, with that, you know, with them adding a piece like J.J. Watt, it definitely makes you, you know, think about, you know, your future here or, you know, whatever it, it, it may be. But, you know, Steve is doing a great job of uh, of trying, you know, to, to put together a, a good team. And it was a great splash to start off, you know, the 21 season.
2: There we have it. There we have it. And when it comes to Pat P and the Arizona Cardinals, I know you wouldn't have an issue in playing with, JJ and Chandler. And heck, if you can sign Hassan Reddit back at the right at the right cause, I think you would be okay being in that second day having those guys rush the pass up front. But it's gonna be a fun, fun off season for our very own Pat P as we ride this free agent free agency train with Mr. Peterson. Yes sir. The next question in, has Pat heard? Now, this is a good one. I can't wait. Well, if you get this one, I'm going to be okay. Pat been on dry land too much. He need to get in the air. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah what's happening? What's hey, happening? Hey, Russell Wilson rumors. They're starting to heat up again, Pat Pete. Mm. All right? He said he doesn't want to be traded. But if, if he were to be traded, he has a list of four teams, which doesn't make any sense to me because if you don't want to be traded, why do you have a list of teams you would like to go to if they were to trade you? Huh. Read between the lines on that one. Right. And so he has a list of four teams. We're not going to ask you to get all four teams right, right? Mm-hmm. But can you get two of the four teams that he would like to be traded to if he got traded? Can you get two of the four teams? Uh,
3: I know one of them for sure. Cause I, uh, I followed Devin Hester on, uh, on Instagram yep. and I saw what he posted today. He was like, Oh man, it's going to be wild. We can get, uh, Russell Wilson. I'm going to the first five games. So I'm assuming. It's Chicago.
2: Okay. That's one. That's one. Um, okay. That's one. And then I'll give you a hint. The next three in the three, do you have two NFC, one AFC? Oh,
3: I do know. I do know the one NFC because my mother-in-law just told me about this last night. Oh
2: man. Yeah. 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 You got some whole, okay. You got (laughs) a whole cookie. This
3: This was so funny, man. So my mother-in-law, she was like, Hey Patrick, have you heard about what the mayor in New Orleans did? I'm like, Mm no, what happened? She was like, she tweeted out saying, yeah, Russell, you could come on to New Orleans. We'll welcome you, welcome you with open arms. They said, man, the city <laughs> of New Orleans. I mean, they tried to bury that lady. It was like, Drew Brees, haven't even retire, uh, he retired.
2: He ain't even yet. retired yet. <laughs> I mean, the body's still warm and the body yeah, ain't got so, cold yet.
3: <laughs> so that's the, that's the reason why I knew those two, okay. but who are, who the other two though?
2: Okay. So it's the Raiders and the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he would want to get traded there. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. But well, heck, they got Dak. They what they gonna do? Gonna ship Dak to Seattle? They're gonna still need the quarterback. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Hey man, Curly Harry Russell supposed <laughs> to feel some type of way. Because you don't come out and say, I don't want to be traded, but if nah, I get traded, these are the list of the teams, these are the teams I want to go to. No,
3: nah, he's saying it, he's saying he wanna be traded, but he's he coming on saying that he's not asking for the trade.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like
3: yeah. you said, read between, lines. Read wanted between the lines. He wants to be traded, but he's he's not saying, Oh I, he's you know playing that that political role I don't want to mm-hmm. be traded but
2: if I get traded here I, here's where I want to go
3: exactly if I yeah. get
2: traded here's the teams <laughs> it's like and, telling you hey you I don't, don't want a new t- car t- but if you were to get me a car these are the cars he's I want Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah right
3: yeah <laughs> and on top of that he has the no trade clause. so at the end of the day he he controls you know his own destiny so
2: so hearing this do you think I know last week or two weeks ago you said Russell's not going anywhere do you think he potentially could get traded now
3: Mm-mm. I yeah. still don't think they trade Russell I There's agree. no way you can't – I mean, I don't only way I trade Russell, if I'm getting another franchise quarterback or a caliber franchise quarterback in return, and I need all your first-round draft picks for the next five years. Yeah.
2: And, 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 so so my thing <laughs> is this. If you look at the teams, we're going to transition to 21 questions just here in a second. If you're Seattle and Russell is disgruntled, or so you want to be out of there, I tell the Cowboys, you give me Dak Prescott. You mm-hmm. give me three first rounders and you give me Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. Yeah. Now nah. yeah. yeah. I, I mean I can I, I, If I'm <laughs> in Seattle, if I'm Seattle, I'm taking I that. take that. All day. I'm taking that. Because think All about day. Seattle don't have first rounders coming up the next two years because they traded them away to freaking right, to, to get, the Jets okay. for Jamal. Yeah. And you pay Dak Prescott, you're probably going to pay him probably a little less than what you're already paying Russell. Anyway, now the contract is going to be very, very difficult because Zally is getting that di- get get, handsome ransom. But I'm getting, you're going to give me a starter along with Dak Prescott and three first rounders. If I'm Seattle, I do that.
3: Yeah, I take that all day. I'll take that. But yeah, and um yeah, I I, I take that for sure all day.
2: I'm taking it. I'm not even thinking twice. And I love curly hair Russell Wilson. He's a bad take- man. But if you're telling me I can get another younger quarterback who could be yeah. a little cheaper and, and still give me and three first rounders and three first rounders and a and pro Z- and Zeke, man, please yeah. I can't turn that down. No, or, or you gonna <laughs> give me you gonna give me one of your offensive superstars? You are gonna give me oh, a yeah, lineman sure. or somebody? I'm getting a starter.
3: Yeah, the quarterback, the quarterback. If it's, if that wasn't happening, Dak got to be in the package obviously
2: because they he has to. May, yeah. may, may, and we pay them. We, can't play both let, of those. Let's, 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 and, and, and listen, like I said, if Russell Wilson didn't want to get traded, he wouldn't have a list of teams. Right. And exactly. publicly put that information out there. But it's a sticky situation. Like I said, free agency is going to be a fun ride for all of us as we watch from afar or if you're actually involved in it. But Russell Wilson is going to be top of the list when it comes to free agency news or trading news because we're going to see exactly what happens with curly hair Russell Wilson. Curly hair. Now it's time for 21 questions, uh, 21 questions is where we get a chance to interact with you, the fan, the listeners, the viewers. If you want to have your question uh, be answered here in the future, just leave a question, a question and attach a five star review on Apple podcast and we'll get a chance to get her on the show. We'll answer your question this week. We got a nice question coming from Abraham Calderon. Uh really appreciate y'all's discussion last week on players dealing with CTE was really insightful to hear from the players. Thanks for being so open. Do you think young players are getting the information necessary to make informed decisions on pursuing a career? Would it make a difference or would the love of the game competition and an opportunity to improve financial circumstances still win out? Number one, Pat P, do you think young players are getting the right information necessary to make informed decisions on pursuing a career in football?
3: Uh, Oh, in football. Okay. I believe so. I believe they, they're they giving, you know, more information now and more outlets that they ever have when, obviously when you was coming out and when I was coming out. No question. You know, so I believe the outlets now that kids have growing up that want to make a, a career in football is definitely a lot easier for them. The technology is different and, and a lot more enhanced, you know, just the things that they're able to do as far as traveling. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't able to travel no state to state. Further, we went was, you know, Tallahassee, you know, to a football camp. You know, these kids now go to California, Texas, Alabama to compete against others to help make their skills better. And, you know, and by going to those different camps, you get to learn from different coaches. You get to learn from different people and get different information as you're trying to pursue your career on, you know, how to, you know, make your, your game better or how to make better decisions. So I think now definitely, definitely these kids in this day and age are getting all the, the information that they need to make the proper decision on, uh, if they, they want to pursue, uh, football as a career.
2: I agree with you 110%, Pat P, uh, years ago, uh, wasn't the same. You know what I mean? It was almost like if you sustained a concussion in a ball game, you come out a few plays, get some smell of salt, they put you right back in the fire. Now if you get, you know, concussed or, Even have, even show symptoms of a concussion. They're taking you out of the ball game. I think they're educating the young players, uh, more in depth, leading up to, you know, the level of play, going into pop warner level, you know, high school level, clearly in, in collegiate, collegiately, they're emphasizing concussions are things to look forward to. So yes, they're, they're getting more information. It's still, uh, a lot of steps that need to be made. Um, but the game of football, you can't make it. Overly safe because you have to remove some elements of the game that we love, which is tackling, which is the, the collisions, which is people moving full speed. That will always be attached to the game of football. But what you can do is, you know, educate the players and educate the medical staff and things to look for it in seeing, you know, things to look out for, you know what I mean? And they've done a real good job. And when his uh, last question, you know, when it comes to the love of the game, competition opportunity, improve financial circumstances still went out. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Abraham, you got to look at a lot of players that play football, you know, at least 60%, you know, come from difficult situations. And this is their way out. This is their talent that they've been able to have based on what God has blessed them with. And they're able to utilize that talent to change their lives, you know, to, ta- to change people lives that, that that are associated with them. So, yes, it will still went out. You know what I mean? You, th- there's a chance you, you you take in certain professions and, um, you know, just when it comes to the game of football, you know, especially depending on the position you play, the chance that you take is, you know, bruises, you know, injuries, you know what I mean, above the shoulder injuries. Sometimes when it comes to the, the 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 head collisions and things like that. But it's a process. They've come a long way, to say the least. They're not stagnant like they right. were how it was back in the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. It's a different type of game. But we appreciate the question coming from Abraham Calderon. Like I said, if you'd like to have your question uh, answered in the show, you know, just leave us a five star rating attached to the question and me and pat p will get to it now it's halftime for us but before we get to our guest and like i said our guest is LaShawn mccoy he has a lot to say very entertaining uh, conversation coming up in a few we want to let you guys know you now can find all things covered content on facebook Yes, we're on Facebook. And it's good that we're on Facebook because we have a lot of older fans that are love the show, but they only tap in Facebook. You know, older people only deal with Facebook. They don't deal with right. Twitter and Instagram. So we want to make sure we Mutual we have fans. our Yeah, we have our content <laughs> available for everybody, right? any age demographic, Uh, but we're on Facebook right now, so all things covered pod, and give us a like and a follow. We'll feature the best clips from the show and be able to interact more with our fans, so we're on Facebook. Make sure you give us a like and a follow. Now, it's halftime for us, but on the opposite side of the half, we'll be joined by a two-time champion, one of the best running backs of his generation, a guy that has a lot to say, a very, very entertaining individual, not to mention Like I said, he's a top-tier running back. Leshawn McCoy will be joining us on the opposite side of the half.
0: Stay tuned. All decade. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
2: We back from halftime, all things covered, Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden. We promise you guys a special guest. Every week we will deliver like the mailman. This is a special guest, a guy I've been known for a long, long time. When he was a young little pup, now he's a grown man. Now he's a two-time champion, six-time pro bowler, two-time first-team all-pro, 15,000 career yards, 89 career touchdowns, member of the twenty ten all-decade team alongside my guy Pat Pete, And like I said, <laughs> when you mention him, when you refer to him, when you introduce him, you gotta say two-time Super Bowl champion LaShawn Shady McCoy. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on All Things Covered. Number one, you're rocking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gear. I know you're still feeling good from that championship victory a few weeks ago. How you feeling?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Just to give you a little correction, counting rushing and receiving, it's like 93 touchdowns. Just to be accurate. Oh, okay, okay, yeah.
2: uh... I appreciate that. Let me, hey, Hey, let me let me I write like that it. down right now. Ninety three. We cannot shortchange my guy. Every no short, touchdown please, please. Matters. No,
1: I need every bit of it. No question. I'm good, man. I'm good. Just um off the Super Bowl run. It was a nice run, man. And uh the best part been like the party. Because we've been like in quarantine yeah. and uh with the team. We can't really see our family like that. So now it's changed where it's a little bit of freedom. A lot of guys on the team working yeah. together every day to actually go on to lunch, going to dinners, you know, stepping out, having a drink or two. So it's been a nice little vibe, man. And
2: the weather's great. Oh, I no question. We're both from Florida, so we know uh, how the weather in the the Sunshine State is. And one thing we like to highlight here on our show, anytime we have a guest on, you know, usually good things happen for them. You know, we often call our show the rabbit's foot for whatever guest, whoever the guest is joining (laughs) us because good things usually happen. But one could say you are a rabbit foot as well. You look at your last (laughs) two seasons, I mean, the two teams you've been part of, They've won championships. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. talk about that journey and being able to have the unthinkable happen in your career, being able to be a part of the right organizations and being able to help them hoist that sticky Lombardi.
1: Oh, man, it's been a nice run. I mean, I think about, like, all my my prime years when I was really doing it at a high level, but I wasn't winning, you know, and it was getting to a point where as my career was winding down, I'm like, dang, will I get a ring? Will I get a championship? You know, and then... Things that work out in Buffalo, uh, money wise. And I moved on to Kansas City with my old coach, well, Andy Reid and, uh, and that whole team and organization. We found a chance to get a ring there when we did that. And then I moved on, um, to Tampa Bay when they were stacking up players. And even with, with that team, like I was considering retiring. I'm like, look, I had a couple teams hit me up trying to holler at me to come play, but I'm like, man, I, I listen, <laughs> I'm done. I'm not going to go from, you know, uh, Mahomes and all that. In reading that team to just playing for any team and I want to do it. And mm. then uh, they called, you know, went with BA. Um, by the way, BA, he he loves you too, dog. He always talks, you know, highly about you. Um, mm. But anyway, and and, and uh, they called and, and I talked to Tom and other guys. I said, I'm going to go to Tampa. And then sure enough, we yeah. did it again. Man, that's awesome, man. BA's my guy, by the way. Uh, yeah, he I got to, I got to act. Yeah,
3: I got to ask you this though. How, how was it being able to play for literally the two faces of the league, Mahomes and Brady.
1: Mm. Is yeah, there any I mean, comparison? Was, yeah, it was great, man. Cause yeah, there's a lot of comparisons, I think, with the two, but then they're also different. You know, one is 43 years old. You know what I'm saying? And right, right, right. He, mm-hmm. he talks about taking shots of, um, avocado. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's so different, but, but like they're both for leaders and they lead different ways. Right. Mahomes is younger. So he leads a little bit more by his play. As far as, you know, mm-hmm. we, we down, you know, he, he'll spin out of a tackle, run around, throw a sidearm, you know, them type of things right. when we, when we need right. it. And Tom is more like the whole week, he's kind of preparing you, teaching you. I mean, this, this Super Bowl run we had, you know, we get that, the extra time off and the whole week, two weeks leading up to the game, he's preparing us at every D back, every safety, every linebacker. He's letting us know everything about my detail. And then when we're not wooding, he's sending like audios and videos and, and coaching us up. So they're very similar in how they lead, man, but also kind of different. And uh, I think just the age, um, and then the experience. Like people forget that Pat, right. man, he's, he's still young. It's only like his second, third year when he's starting, really yeah. playing.
3: Right, right. That's the scary yeah.
1: part. You know what I mean? So yeah, mm-hmm. and Tom comes from like a different point of like experience. Wow.
3: Right. Can you see Pat Mahomes touching Tom Brady as far as in in, in Super Bowl appearances?
1: I, I think when Tom Brady, when he looks at other quarterbacks from young to old. I think he, he feels like Pat is probably the only one that gets it, that mm-hmm. will have a shot. Right. For example, like right. most quarterbacks, they take the money. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take the money, I'm right. gonna pay the snap. Tom didn't do that. Tom mm-hmm. saved money, right? And and sprinkled out within his with his organization with his players. on defense, Right. Pat the same way. Like, okay, listen, man, I'm gonna be good, but I'm only as good as my team. So now I find mm-hmm. a deal like that where I can pay the defense to tackle or defense and to, to get the pressure of the cornerbacks or or well, my superstar tight end, or my my Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill. Like you can do them right. things. Or my left tackle, you can do that when, when when you're not taking all the money. And I think when Tom kind of sees that, he, he always talks about how like Mahomes, he gets it. Like he's a dude that wants to be the greatest. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think I think fast a great he's chance, done. and he started so early. Yeah. 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 Very early.
2: Very he already early. got two appearances under his belt. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you said, in three years of starting. Yeah, so and four, nowadays yeah, quarterbacks are playing clearly in their late thirties and the forties. Yeah. So. Forties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the forties <laughs> nowadays. So he has a legit shot, but hey, we don't even know when Tom Brady going to sit down. So he might just continue to add right. to the resume. <laughs>
1: hey, look, he wants to. Keep taking
2: my shots myself, Tom avocado.
1: Is, Tom's so humble is crazy. Yo, but he got that thing. So like, okay, look, y'all know who I am. Like, you know <laughs> i all know who I am. He really <laughs> humble, but he got that tone.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like that I really about do. him because most quarterbacks don't he? showcase that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Most quarterbacks don't display that type of skill set or attitude on the football field. Tell us a little more about this Tom Brady group chat that we've been hearing about. How often is he texting the group? Is it late? Is it early? Who's all in that chat?
1: Just like the skill guys, the guys that was active, you know, and it's the matchups who you'll see this week. And the crazy thing is that like, everything he's, he'll tell, he he'll tell us and he talks about, it happens. Because mm-hmm. you never really know you know what I'm saying, what defense you will face right. or the technique. You don't like you – know, you think – because everybody plays right. each game different. You know what I think mm-hmm. the defense right. will stay true to who they are. You know what I'm saying? But they will have some changes. Like you you spent cover two the whole game, you know, coming out, and then they play man or they man too high. Like you never know. But majority of the time, Tom be on it. Like, yo, they're going to be bump yeah. runners. They're going to play. They're going to challenge us. And it happens. Mm-hmm. So the, the group chat is just about eight guys, uh, eight, nine guys.
2: So it's only football-related content in the chat. That's you guys are talking football.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, Tom, Yeah, he, now Tom's yeah. real professional. He yeah. hang out a little bit. He has a good time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But mostly his business, especially around the times like the playoffs,
3: mm-hmm. that's
1: another thing. His intensity went up. Like it was cool. It was cool. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm more serious. Playoffs. All right, we done with the plan. We serious. Serious. Yeah. <laughs> the, Super, the Super Bowl. Oh, he was another level. Like, look, ain't no horse playing. Like, you know what I'm saying? None of that.
2: Right, yeah. right. We had Coach Larry Foot on and, and Coach told Foot. us, uh, yeah, we had Foot Doc, on. Um, Foot was telling us, like, on air, Tom Brady is buckled up like his actual game. You know what I mean? Going through the reads with the running backs of the wide receivers. He's buckled up. He's going through the motions like it's an actual game.
1: Real talk. Everything. Like, like strapped up. You know what I'm saying? The walkthroughs. He got the big boots, clicks on. He wears, he got them placed up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look, and if you get him, see, I instigate a little bit, so I get him gone. I'm mean, like, I don't know, Tom, uh, like, like you, you're scrambling. It's like, come on. Look, for like a couple of weeks, he was, he was racing dudes, like the quarterbacks, the coaches. He a competitor. Yeah. You know what I mean? He love to compete. Right. So He's he different, you know? He's he a different dude.
3: I bet he is, man. And you know, we have, from the outside looking and you had the opportunity to be there with him. We can only imagine, but, uh, we trying to get to the bottom of who was crying still, man. Cause we had, we had foot on. We had, <laughs> we got Levante on. Who was crying? NFC like, Championship game, man. Somebody,
2: yeah, we try to like figure like out who like actually was crying. Hey, no, said,
1: I,
3: can't said, I, I said Tom. I can't give you that. Said, man, knock it off. Look, look, and then the whole time
1: Tom looked at him like, 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 you like, you, you
3: serious? Hey, like, we, we, so tell me this. Tell me this. We heard it was somewhere in the in the skill position offense. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and you,
1: you getting hot? You warming up? Look, he looked like All right. At first, he like he looked like damn. Maybe it was like a you know, a definite family or something, right? Something, something. Right. We crying like that. <laughs> you boo-hooing it up. We literally like, son, we ain't done nothing yet. We ain't done. Right.
2: Yeah, it had to, it, been, it had to be some wide receivers because Shady, Shady ain't saying if it's in the running backs. Uh, it's running backs. This is what I want to say.
1: My young boys, I ain't letting none of that cry. We ain't doing none that crying. Right.
2: <laughs> Until <laughs> at least we win it. Yeah, they'll no die. Right, no doubt. He got
1: win it all for sure.
3: I like guess we, sure. I guess
2: right now it's safe to say we can assume because Levante came on and, and he chimed in about it, and then Foot also because Foot said he was looking around like he kept hearing some sniffling, like someone passed. So everybody, <laughs> it. To... I, th- I,
3: th- I think Tom took his number. They changed jersey numbers or something like that.
2: Like, like, oh, oh you <laughs> talking about Godwin? Was it? Was it Chris Godwin? Hey, hold hey that's, look a, look that's what you <laughs> refer to.
1: <laughs> Don't get it from me. But I will say this: y'all heating up, boy. Woo.
2: <laughs> hey, no doubt. No doubt. If it was Chris Godwin who was tearing up, man, he deserved a tear because he helped you no guys focus that Sticky Lombardi. And he's going to get paid this hey, year. That's for Chris sure. Nice. Hey, Chris it's real nice. Still,
3: it's still amazing how Chris had to learn how to catch that football too. With yeah. With his uh, Yeah, yep. Yep, yeah, yeah, that right. was that was pretty amazing. That was yeah.
2: pretty amazing. Yo, uh, Shady, what did you think about, you know, during the Super Bowl game when you saw Tom Brady going at it with your former teammate and Tyron Matthew, the back and forth? And that's one thing I know people say it was a big deal and things like that, but I like to see a quarterback yeah, get involved yeah, in too. that ball game. In between and, the to lines. That level. In between the lines like Pat P mentioned, but what were your take on that? Because I know you're good friends with Tyron Matthew. We had him yeah. on the show as well. Uh So what was your thought process when you saw and- your two? Your two favorite guys to say the least, going back and forth.
1: Nah, that's my that's my guy. <laughs> both my guys. I mean, especially with Tyron, like you, if you know, him, he he respects all all the great players, you know. So he one of them dudes that he he gets a lot of respect out. So seeing him go at it, I know he's a competitor and he he hates to lose. That's mm-hmm. one thing about him. Practicing with him, he practices really hard, you know. Yeah. So but then mm-hmm. when him and Tom's going at, I could see kind of how I went because Tom's a competitor, so he probably was like, yeah, you know, touchdown, and Tyron must have said something back to him, you know, and, and you know Tom might have said something back, and then I think.
0: What really happened
1: is that's how it kind of happened. Then uh, I think Tom's like, "Yo, you know, no disrespect. Like I ain't mean to come at you wrong because I guess yeah. Tyron felt a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he was like, I lost respect for you or something like that. Tom's like, "Yo, my bad." Mm-hmm. And I think when Tyron says something back, Tom, or Tyron says something back, Uh um, right. up the moment okay. like, boy, "It is what it is. Like, yeah, I try to take so <laughs> it sorry. It is what it is. <laughs> so I think that's how kind of how, how it went down. No doubt Tom it. against the it, man. A he, hey, man, he, he got a little sense on him. You know, yeah. he got the." Come on. The way he here, talks trash here.
2: is a it's a little different Because I think when you look at quarterbacks That we, you know, played against Philip Rivers is probably the one quarterback That everybody mentioned Ooh. as a trash talker yeah. but Tom Brady has yeah. a different style of talking trash different. You know what, what I mean? It's, it's totally That's different Philip Rivers, you can kind of hear him talking trash You kind of laugh it off But Tom Brady, he's coming at you You know what I mean? He's really yeah. coming at you
1: And then Tom, like, Tom, a nice dude You know what I'm saying? He's a good guy He really is a good guy. He's a humble guy Mm-hmm. So like, like, even when he talks about trash, you gotta really get it out of me. You yeah,
2: know what I'm saying? Yeah. He don't really. You gotta, like... you gotta push his buttons.
1: Oh, cause he humble. Like, right. he don't only... I'm like, Tom, like, yo, tell these dudes, let's do this, let's do that. He's more like, ah, but till you make him mad, then he will come out. So he, I think Tyron must yeah. really push his buttons.
3: Yeah. Hey Shady, you obviously, we talked about your career having, you know, you know, 15 plus thousand yards, 93, uh, <laughs> total touchdowns. <laughs> uh, but you had a very, very unique, ball-handling style, would you advise other players to emulate that or is it just unique to you?
1: I think players just be themselves, whatever makes you yeah. comfortable. As Coach Reed, you know, when I was a rookie, some of the coaches were like, hey, tuck the ball. And I was trying to concentrate on tucking the ball and just and doing all the right things like a robot, you know. And, and Andy Reed mm-hmm. would tell the coaches, yo, fall back. Let him play his game. And as I got mm-hmm. older and became who I was or who I am, I would say, coach, why why you never made me tuck the ball? He say, I'll let you play your game. Now if you fumble a couple yeah. times, it'll be different. Mm-hmm. But you, you draft players to be themselves. Yeah. And I think that's why yeah. all his all his draft picks, they be successful because he lets them play their game, man, and, and let their
2: personality show. Yeah. You can't turn players into robots. You never have a, a lot of yeah. players to reach their full potential. And a lot of coaches don't understand that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want you to don't... do it their way. Is
3: Andy Reed practices as hard as everybody say they are? Because I I I I've been to BA practices too. And I think BA practices are hard. Is Andy Reed practices as hard as everybody's uh say they are?
1: BA's fun in his ways. You know, his practices are tough, but No doubt about it. <laughs> he gonna he don't he gonna work with you though. You know he don't work with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Andy Reid, tough. Look, look, <laughs> man, when I can't look, it's real talk. When I came there, I didn't start. I had to, you know, work my way in a little bit. Then I eventually I mm. beat my man out. I was a starting for a couple games, mm. right? I got right. kind of banged up, but I was fatigued from like the practices. Like, yo, cause I haven't probably since <laughs> year seven, I, I probably practice like twice a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I go there, like, hey, we young, we rolling, we good, we practicing. And I couldn't, I couldn't hang like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's how you know, we pushed up whatever down the line, but, but any repractice is tough. That's what I hear.
3: It say to the ground, everything.
1: Oh my, old school.
2: <laughs> let's transition to the outstanding career of yours. Uh You and Pat P could have been college teammates at one point in time. I don't know if our listeners and viewers are aware of this. You both were commits to the university of Miami. Oh, right. uh, clearly okay. didn't go. Yeah. Pat P committed to Miami. You committed to Miami as yep. well. Didn't go uh to Miami, but what led to you ending up at Pittsburgh?
1: Well, first of all, I always thought that the best backs go to Miami. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that was like mm-hmm. my thing. I got hurt. So they kind of like, they flaked on me with the, with the offer. They kind of uh-huh. took it back a little bit. It. So I got like, cool. And then Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Penn State was like my only two schools I had. Oh, that's when Paterno was still running things and it was different. It was like military academy, like, you know, mm-hmm. so I couldn't do that. And then, uh, talking to Wanstead, he was everything he said, man, came true. He was, he was like a real professional, like an NFL coach that's in a college um, situation. So I worked out, fell in love with him, fell in love with the team. I fit in. And it worked out.
3: Uh, yeah, and did, uh, I, I see, cause, uh, my former teammate, and, uh, obviously he went to the Pitt, Pittsburgh as well, I heard that Larry helped you make the decision to go pro. What did Larry yeah. say to you? He said, yo, you, you know how
1: he is, like. <laughs> yeah. If you really know Larry, you know Larry. Larry, fuck <laughs> that like, bread, man. Get that <laughs> bread, man. Fuck <laughs> that bread, man. Look, he still look. He said, you, I came out, he was like 20-something, or he did, but two years. He said, come out there, Shady you. Two years leave. Get that money Come on. Yeah, already. Because my, my my brother, my brother played with the Cardinals, mm-hmm. so that's how okay. I met Fitz. You know how that one, like talking okay. about? When I took mm-hmm. off and all that, my second year, he going into my second year. He hooked me up with everybody, you know, and that was that was great, yo. For Larry, he a great dude. He's funny as hell, though. Yeah. you know it? Yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. Hey about that money though. <laughs> Look at
2: that money. Hey, no doubt about get, it. He gave you great <laughs> advice. It all worked out for you. <laughs> yeah, right. It,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> hey it all worked out for you uh Andy Reid drafted you to Philly he then brought you to Kansas City where you won your first championship ring what influence has he had on your career
1: oh that's my big guy man like that's this uh I mean I just think about just coming into it you know I was yeah. 20 years old I was young I was immature I come for nothing you know and I just wanted to play he gave me mm-hmm. a shot you know he let me be myself he changed my life and my family's life so Forever grateful and thankful. Um, even to this day, we still text and talk. That's my yeah. guy. I mean, uh, the, the Super Bowl, I was messing with him like, hey, coach, man, you are going to lose this game. You know, J- Jack uh, Jack yeah. won the game. Yeah. You know, but he, he's one of those dudes that everybody loves. Like his first championship, he won. You should see how many players, coaches, ex-players were rooting for him because he has that yeah. thing about him that everybody loves, man. And the one thing I like about him also, he believes in giving guys second chances. A lot of these coaches in this league, yeah. man, they, you do one thing wrong, it's like they, they mark you. He's not like that. He's been through a lot with his family, you know, and he thinks, hey, man, he's real spiritual. And he's like, we all make mistakes. You know Who am I not to give this guy a second chance? That whole thing we did with Michael Vick, I was so happy for him. Like, wow, this guy gave this guy another chance, you know, to, to, you know, emphasize his, his career and help him
3: out. Right. Well, after, uh, after, uh, Andy Reid, your, your next head coach was Chip Kelly and we oh, my all favorite. knew, okay. You, okay. yeah, <laughs> we all <laughs> knew what, uh, Chip Kelly did on the college level, but did you, obviously we know that's not your favorite, but what was your expectations knowing the style that he had coming into
1: Philly matching up with yours? I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I watched some of the uh, Oregon backs. They all did good. So I knew that mm. it was a good system for running backs. Um, I didn't really know mm. much about them. Um, he was cool. I mean, I'll I, I say this: he was very smart. He was very intelligent. But, but I think that the, the pros is different.
2: No question. Yeah,
1: you know, you can't yeah. treat yeah. people. You, can, you know, you can't treat people, people different. You can't, not different, but you can't treat them bad. You know, mm-hmm. you can't kind right. of yell at them and all that. Especially treat yeah. them like kids. They grown, them, so. Yeah. Right. I, I think he learned from that, though. I Man, I think if he came yeah. back, he would be different. Now I don't what think he's coming back. Man,
2: he's he going to need to stay. No, so coach needs to stay on the co- collegiate level. <laughs> he's one of real talk-
1: I mean, he's struggling over there now
2: Yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt no doubt, Man, you got two rings now, Shady Uh, But what was it like to see your Former team in the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017 Won a championship with Nick Foles A lot of guys that you played with when you were there in Philly Being yeah, able yeah. to get to that level What was that feeling like for you, seeing him win?
1: I mean, I was happy for him That's the one thing Like a lot of dudes understand Like, a lot of them dudes I played with We still tight You know, it's like Fletcher Cox and We text here and there, and we talk you know, Vinny Carey, you know Nick Foles, Sproles. Man, Sproles is still t- we still tight. Mm-hmm. So all them guys playing, like I want them to do, them guys do well. I mean, we we all homies. Mm-hmm. Um It sucked a little bit that I couldn't be there. I think yeah. about like, all my mm-hmm. championships I've won. I wish that I could have brought one back to it Philadelphia because that's, that's that's home. For me. My my hometown's Iowa. Right. You know, they retired my jersey. At, since I left, twenty five hasn't been worn. You know, since.
2: Wow. Oh. I didn't, I didn't realize
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Look hard. You ain't going to see him. You know what that's mean?
2: You big. That oh, man, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so knowing that, it's like, dang, I wish I could have brought that back to the city because I love Philadelphia. Like that's, that's home for me.
2: Oh, they love you also too. Yeah. Oh, no doubt about, about
1: it. it. That, that sucked. You know what I mean? Like even going through that, like watching yeah. it was cool, but I did, I did feel it. I would be lying if I said I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But I want them guys to win for sure.
2: Yeah. Do you believe they should have kept foes over Wentz? I don't know. Nah. I
1: mean, yeah, I think they could. They should have kept Wentz. because once people yeah. act like that dude yeah. kill him. He was killing. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Man. You got to think
3: about the year he was having. Yeah, you know he what I'm was. Saying, he
1: had type year. year. Yeah. Yes. So and I and I'm a Nick Foles guy. Get... I love Nick. Nick Nice. Right. He's real nice. Mm-hmm. But but I think that Wentz yeah. was the right move, for sure. Younger, he was doing that. I, I think
3: and play. and I played against Nick, you know, a bunch of times in Philly. I think he's a solid quarterback. I think he's a solid. Starter, but they definitely they made the right decision by keeping Wentz. In my opinion, in my opinion, I just think Wentz obviously got hurt and was never back to the same caliber player that he once was. I agree. Hey, but hey, but he was banged
1: a, up too. He had a lot, like, a lot of injuries. Yeah, like you got Sean Jackson, right. Who's a beast? I played with D Jack, but he was hurt. Right. So mm-hmm. you, you yeah. missing out on that's probably a thousand plus yards. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. he gets all the blame. You know how that is. The quarterback is all the blame. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Hey, you was in a one of the most unique situations that ever happened in
2: sports. I can't wait to hear this story, Shady. Yeah, you was a a teammate of uh
3: Vontae Davis when he retired at halftime. (laughs) (laughs) What were you thinking when he (laughs) what were you thinking when he told the team that yo? (laughs) Oh (laughs) and like
1: when we came when we came from halftime, it was like he what? He retired at halftime? Just love he's so crazy. He like he think that like, yeah, Shady, hey man, I, look, I did history. I did it my way. I'm like, boy, <laughs> you know, I talk, I'm like, you did it your way. Like what? Ain't nobody did that before. So he thinking like, I did something different. Ain't nobody done. Retired at halftime. And then to keep it real with you, he really retired like, like into the first quarter. Like, Hey, I'm done, man. It's a young man, but he was
2: still playing, but he was just basically, I'm already checked out. No,
1: no, he's Co- coach, I'm done. So coach like, all right, just don't worry about it. Like get yourself ready for the next <laughs> series. Like. Nah, not the next year, I'm finished. He said, all right, man, look. look. He said, look, don't, don't worry about it. We're going to get back out just, to Just stay tuned. Stay in it. He said, he he said you know I'm saying, coach? I'm retired. I'm done. And walk, look, look. Then the equipment manager said that he was in the locker room showering, right? He was changing. Yeah. They say, hum- they say he was like humming. And say, mm-hmm. Like everything good. Like going home. And he's <laughs> one of my favorite people, though. He a good dude. But, <laughs> hey, the, the, sure it, he
3: left a note and everything. They say they left nah, like
1: a note or something. No, he text message or something like that. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, but he got out. I know that. Like, I'm gone. I see you I later,
2: man. Listen, hey, I, man. I, I, when that happened, I was like, man, that got to be some type of joke because, like, a you, prank on right? yeah. too. Yeah, like, yeah. man. Did, did Shady, Did anybody like see that happening with him, or it just kind of came from nowhere, like leading up to that ball game? Nah, it, because so he, he's he like a, that, though. Like,
3: yeah, he he's like. I won't say he's, nah, he's just very sporadic. Like,
1: you don't know what you're going to get from. Unpredictable, huh? Cause he, he made, I was like, trying to like, tell before you before that, he made a key third down, smacked the ball down. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. They complete, right. they punt it. And and then he was still in, in his good, he had good years left. It wasn't yes. like he was old. It wasn't like he was struggling. I mean, he was still yeah. the, the best corner on the team, if you ask me at that time. Yeah. Cause, cause what, yeah, Trey White was young. He was, he was up yeah. and coming. You know what I mean? So he still was a veteran, the veteran, the the veteran leader. Of the group. He,
1: man, look, he still would help us out. Like he was still good. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Right. no he doubt about it.
1: He was a solid player. No doubt about he, it. But I guess you know, I, I understand part was like I, I've been so good for so long, I don't want to go out there and embarrass myself. And I guess that's what he thought. Yeah.
2: And, and during, the game, exactly during the game, during the
1: game, though, though. I only got way <laughs> that he finished because, like, I think some dudes was hurt, some corners was hurt. We were down. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because you, I mean, man, you know yeah. how to, you know how the numbers are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like help, like help us out. You know what I mean? Like quit after the game. Hey man,
3: hey, speaking on numbers though, man, I remember a guy, I can't call his name, but was up. We were playing the Sanford, uh, uh, the 49ers, yo. Limited on numbers. And said he would, he practiced all week and everything. It said he couldn't play. Oh, man, it hurt as bad. I, I can't say the guy's name. I can't put that information out like that. But then but, you, and
1: you look at him different. Throughout, like man, Jesus
2: Christ. No doubt about it, man.
1: Come on, man. We, we, we work with you all week.
2: And now yeah, you come to Sunday
1: and say you can't play?
2: Come yeah, on, that, man. That, that's that's yeah. tough. Like you say, you're only dressing a certain amount of guys anyway.
3: Right. Exactly. Yeah, people
2: don't realize that. Do you remember <laughs> uh, when you guys played the Cardinals that Sunday? Was It, it was Sunday, right? Yeah, you played Cardinals that Sunday. Yeah. you remember that uh, one-hand intercession Pat P had on a good one? I
1: do. Listen, I don't When I be talking to dudes about like, like real athletes, I'm like, yo, Pat a real athlete. The, the dude ain't small. He ain't no small. He ain't small. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, what you <laughs> oh boy, caught it and they got his feet in. I said, that's a bad motherfucker <laughs> right there. That's a bad I'm, I'm boy right there. I seen that.
3: Hey, hey, kid you not know When, uh, who, uh, Tyrod was a quarterback and I already knew when, but I I think I told Magnus. this. I said, man, every time they got that, that plus, that plus four split, with a uh, good one, he's either running a hitch or a go. And it yeah, was he third, goes. it was like third and twelve. I was like, Oh, he ain't running no hitch. Yeah, Man, I didn't even look. I, I read the I ran the route for him because I pressed him and I just ran straight down the sideline. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was close on the sideline. I was like, Man, I just hope I can I'm able to get some feet in to this because this can be a heck of a catch. <laughs> and
1: I caught that, nah, that thing. Nah, I lie. that was crazy though, bro. Like crazy. Yeah. And then that, the thing that's is is about the way point. to get your feet in. like, this ain't got
2: his feet in, like, dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was nice, yo. That was crazy. One yeah, of the best I interceptions, I think.
2: One of the best interceptions I've seen over the last decade. Because not to mention, you were going no against doubt. four too. You were going against a legit. You were going going against speed. We know yeah, good. We can run Olympian to say right, the least. Yeah, hey,
3: that dude can fly, fly, fly.
2: No question. No hey,
3: question. Uh, Shady, I know you. Uh, you talked about you know your career early on. You said you know you thought about contemplating retirement. You know when you got to Tampa Bay. You know how you think your future looking right now.
1: Well, um, you know actually, I, I'm gonna talk to BA. Next week we talk a little mm-hmm. bit, but we gonna right. talk next week. mean it's, it's the right team. If not the right team, I'm, I'm gonna retire. I had a nice run at it. Yeah. Hopefully, I get a gold jacket. I got the numbers. You know, not the championship. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, I get in there. You know, but got to be the right team, right fit. Even like now, yeah. you get older, they look at you as like insurance. You know what I mean? Like, all right, mm-hmm. young guys go down. We need you in there and play. Which mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I would have did, and, and, and there wouldn't have been no drop off. Yeah, you know, but, but also just they got to be a winning environment. You know, and yeah, I think right. Ain't good weather. Good, yeah, now sure. <laughs> I think when, you, when you're older players, like you either cool, which is right, I'm just playing for money and like stats, yeah, or you mm-hmm. want to win and be a part of that environment. Because if you got you get these numbers yeah. and you're yelling, like you're gonna be miserable. One day you wake up like, all right, you know, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. I did a lot you know, right. in my career. And I'm good, you know. So I got to be the right fit.
2: Yeah, if you okay. don't play another down, and I know you mentioned the Hall of Fame briefly there. Do you believe you should get in the hall based on what you've done throughout your career?
1: Yeah. I mean, just not Hold even up. to brag myself to pump me up with numbers. I got numbers. I got stats. I got two championships. Um, you know, and then like, I've been the best running back in my decade. I'm not a lot of these dudes right. having three, three, four good years and like they make them the greatest. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like i, I since I've been in, in my era, right? I've been the best in my decade and plus everybody can't say that. Right. You know, and, and I think that's what it's all about. I, I see dudes in the hall of I'm, like, you know, not to hate, but I'm bearing that dude, or he, he played. Another thing is, like, when I, when I was, when I'm with the Buffalo, people thought it wouldn't be the same because I didn't have, like, the players around me and I still was holding it down. You know what I mean? Like, holding mm-hmm. it down with nobody really around me like that. There's a lot, a lot of dudes right. on that, unless on the they be surrounded with Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Hall of Fame linemen, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that make it easier. Yeah. I'm, I do I get yeah. about 15 times and still put numbers up. So man, and yeah. was talking about that. We was talking about just like when you get older, you you look at things different. Like, dang, I was in a great situation. Yeah. Like, got Hall of Fame lineman, but Hall of Fame quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And you look at things, and and that's something that I've been looking at other players. Like this dude had all these guys around him, and still was just he did okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll see though. We'll
2: see. I will tell you this much. Sure. You 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 got our vote. I, I, I know you got yeah, Pat vote. You got my vote. No my appreciate
1: Appreciate that. Hey, I,
2: I've been retired for <laughs> years, it. and I've been a fan of the game. I was a fan of yours when you was cutting up at Pittsburgh. You know, we shared the same oh, facility. Yeah. But the way how right. you jumped into the scene in Philly and just kind of took that backfield to a whole nother level. And and, and Deuce yeah. used to love you. Coach Deuce, Deuce Staley, you know, yeah, we played together. My my, right yeah. yeah. So looking at the longevity of your career, being a part of winning organizations Mm -hmm. and as an individual, always considered a top in your position. I mean, and you a well-rounded guy on and off the football field. I mean, I don't know exactly what the requirements is when it comes to the hall of fame, but me personally, I think that's the requirement. When people see you at the top echelon of your position group throughout your career, Mm -hmm. you got individual numbers and you won, you helped, Even if you didn't have championships, I still think you should be in the hall when you, when you're done. You know what I mean? That's just a bonus in my opinion. Because I know a lot of people, they use that ring as the final say. So they do, they do. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. I don't think that's fair because that's a team related achievement. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot yeah. of great yeah. players don't win championships. It's not their fault. You right. You know what I mean? But right. if you're great, you should be great. You should be considered great, regardless if you have a championship or not.
1: Right. Now I agree with that. Hey, real quick, Farley, when the um the younger dudes like when you talk about the Steelers and like the Ravens, like that defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they got that name to them, like that you kind of not saying you fair because you don't fear nothing in sports but but you like alert mm-hmm. like yo them dudes bring it so I'm telling you them yo, dudes, yo they ain't listen listen these ain't the old Ravens or old Steelers like that name is the name right. when I was playing I played against them old some old Ravens like
3: right.
1: you know what I'm saying yeah. man, you, you yeah. seen that man football <laughs> talking about that like these dudes I'm like yo don't let the name and all that get you trust me right them boys over there they good but they ain't the old school. Ravens in the that's the difference between like right. playing now and the back then like you see the the air change of like how physical it is now to back then was mm-hmm. real physical or how like they, right. they favored the offense with different rules so but that's the funny thing I want to tell you that because all like the old ex Steelers and Ravens yeah I'll be letting them know like yo like people trying to add like like the Dukes now and I say they're not good now but it's the name that carries the weight mm-hmm.
2: it's really right, right back right, right. in
1: the day when it was really Doing it,
2: doing it. You know what I'm saying? It was a bar fight. I mean, it was the type of game where you're going to be in the ice tub from Monday through Friday. And then after the fact, you know, it was a straight bar fight. It's one of them elementary school fights where you go in the bathroom, you know you're going to get ready to lock it up. It's it's
1: going down, right?
2: (laughs) No no question. No question. Last question before we uh, get you out of here and transition to the superlative part. Tom Brady, how many more years you think Tom Brady will play? Four. You say four? Four. Ooh, I didn't, that was surprising. Man, listen, I put him at 50. <laughs> wow. No, huh? he probably, he won't. He, he'll be, he'll, he'll, be he'll be 47. He'll be so
1: 47. He'll probably play two more years. He'll probably, he'll probably play two more years. A legit but two so he, more. He can play four years. Wow. Good
2: years. Like. Okay.
1: Okay. Hey, man, that's that's yeah. big
2: time. All right, superlative part of the show. Rapid fire question. We got a few questions. We're going to get you up out here, Lashawn McCoy. Best moment of the Bucks boat parade?
1: Uh, when we landed and we had the ceremony and, and my dog Brady had to had to leave out, we had a nice, good time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I know what you're talking about. He's always so serious. He's always so serious. And I like to see that. Okay, my boy human. Yeah, he let, let it down pizza. a little bit.
3: Hey, that's what I was going to say, too. H- having that picture of Tom Brady tipsy. uh, one Tipsy,
1: Pat. He was all the way day
3: drunk. It wasn't no tipsy. No, <laughs> No, I know. I know. <laughs> I didn't want to put drunk and Tom Brady in the same category. So it's, okay. it's okay. He
2: <laughs> human. It's okay. He
3: human.
2: Hey uh best running back of this century. Ooh. In the two thousands. Who you got? 2000s. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Who are your top three then? Give me your top three. All time? No, in, in the two oh, no. thousands. The top three okay. running backs in the two thousands.
1: Uh AP Frank Gore. Mm. Uh uh, Gore. Uh
2: uh, you had, a uh, Falk play a little bit in the 2000s. Lithuanian. Yeah, but I, but
1: I, I like it, I like it. But I just like give you dudes that like, I kind of, cause Falk's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I, if I do that, I got to yeah. go to, you know what I mean? I'm just going to dudes that like, yeah. I really Closer to it, you playing the same field. Yeah. On the same yeah. field and all that. I, I would go with either Chris Johnson or, um, or Arian Foster. Yeah.
2: Ooh, Arian Foster had, yeah. He had nice. a smooth style. Arian yeah. Foster yeah.
3: was nice. Arian special.
2: Best no game player of all time. Best what? snow game player of all time in the <laughs> snow
1: uh i'm biased now I don't, uh, it gotta be you uh, right
2: Yeah, let me get let me get <laughs> these numbers real quick in 2013 versus the lions 217 yards 2017 mm-hmm. versus the Colts, 156 yards i mean and you were making people miss out there so it gotta be you
1: yeah i'll take that one i'll, I'll take that one now
2: you give me
3: no
1: choice <laughs> most tap
3: yeah. <laughs> Most talented quarterback you ever played with strictly off talent? Talent? Talent. Just strictly off their talent, talent alone.
1: Talent. Dang. I might say uh, either Pat or, um, or Vic.
3: Ooh. Talent.
2: Yeah.
1: You said talent.
2: Yeah. Yeah, talent. talent. yeah, talent. Talent.
1: Yeah, talent. That doesn't mean yeah. running, that means mean jumping, that means mean. Okay, yeah, okay, going yeah, everything, yeah. Either Pat or, or Vic. I'm now sorry.
3: you got to
2: pick one, Shady. You got to pick one. Ah. Yeah, you got to pick one.
1: I'm going to go, all
3: right,
2: Pat. Okay. Last okay. question for you. Just like me and Pat, you know, we're big-time uh, Kobe Bryant fans. Uh, what's Ooh, your you favorite too. Kobe moment ever? Last question.
1: I got so many. I'm a Kobe fan. Um, um, I think when he came back home to Philly and got the chip, that mm-hmm. was big to me because I'm an I.N. Iverson fan, and, and he's a Philadelphia guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, His last game, Kobe Kobe out, that was crazy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he dropped 60-plus.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then uh, – See, I I got some Kobe memories. That's my dog, you know. Yeah. I'll I'll give you them two right there.
2: No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Well, hey, man, Shady, we appreciate you joining us here, man, on all things covered. Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden. (laughs) Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it, man. All right, Shady. Be safe. Yes, sir. Same (laughs) here.
3: thanks again to shady McCord, and thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of all things covered if you like what you hear make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating on apple Podcasts. we'll be back again later this week with a bonus basketball episode with special guest antoine walker where you can expect all things to be covered peace